Craft Beer Radio, episode 368, on January 30th, 2016. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, our 368th show, the one right before 369. My name is Greg. Jeff. With us is Nick. Hello, Nick. Special and we have. Guest Nick is back. Oh, I'm back. We have uh, six uh, beers of all different types. I think we should start with the locker. All right. So this is from Exile, which we think we just did last week. Um, they are in are they in Iowa. I believe so. This is Gigi there or Gigi. It's not Geely. It's their dark lager. Yeah, they're in Des Moines. Des Moines. Noble Hops, Munich Malt, Caramel Malt. Oh, I guess we're caucusing. Is that what we're doing here? Oh, that's a good... I didn't even consider that. I think it's 5%. Here, Nick, I think it says so on, on the bottle. I might. Um, um, it is 5%. Nick, uh, always on... <laughs> on tap. Nick, our producer, is always on, uh, always on the, the line ready to get... <laughs> The I numbers am, right. I am on ready for untapped and ready to go. Okay, so it pours uh, a dark, uh, dark brown with some, you know, with brown highlights. You put up the light, you can see a little more color into it. It's very nice and clear. What would you say the scale is in SRM? Is that little? Like, I'm going to say probably closer to a 15. One, definitely more. I think more along. Hold it up against the, the the glass to get a better. Yes. Get a sort of a better. Uh, Look. Yeah, I'm thinking like a 15 to a 20, especially when you get the light in there. So yeah. maybe like 15 or 20. So, so yeah, dark brown, essentially. You remember when this one has saw some dark like Munich malts, some uh, uh, kind of that you know oh, Dunkel Vice. I'm also getting a little bit of plasticky on there as well, though. Oh, that's interesting. Because at first I thought hmm, it's like a little cinnamon or something, and then as I notice it. Yeah, it, a, it starts to get a little plasticky, you're right. Yeah. You can smell the malt and you can get some of those German, you know, um, dark malt type flavors where it's kind of bread crusty. Um, yeah, there's a little band-aid that's, like, that's contributing to yeah. a little bit of the harshness of the alcohol. Like a little too, grainy. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Flavor's kind of smoky. Um, that's the first thing I picked up on was like mm-hmm. the smoke barrel yeah. taste. Um, you know, um, like Dunkles, like Munich Dunkles don't typically have much of a smoke character to it. But mm-hmm. I mean, while this one's a little smoky, um, actually some of those might be some phenols from whatever's making it a little bit plasticky. You know, it might be a little mm-hmm. uh, more phenolic than, yeah, than otherwise. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. I, I don't think it's necessarily ruined, um, but... I do feel like there's a little bit more, yeah, like phenolic, a little bit more spicy notes than, than yeah. you might expect. Yeah, I think there's some kind of like wild yeast in here or something like that yeah. that's kind of starting to tinker with it. And um, it's kind of interesting in how the flavor it, you can also is taste, lending sorry. itself to be a, a smoky type of phenol. Yeah, you can also taste a, a, a little bit of a higher carbonation. 
Mm -hmm. uh, than you might expect, which, which gives you an idea that there yeah. might be a little bit of an infection. I'm getting a little bit like a noticeable of the alcohol. It's a little drying. Mm -hmm. I think it, it's definitely drying my mouth a little bit. I not, think that's the other yeast too. I think yeah, not horribly, but it's just a little bit. Yeah, I think this is a little off. I don't think it, it's off terribly or or too too off that we can't necessarily judge it. Yeah. but it's um, it's not it's not a good clean lager. It's like, not a clean. Yeah, it's not clean. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, the bright doesn't, side, doesn't have the crispness that you might expect. On the bright side, we only had four ounces each to drink. Right. So. I don't feel like spitting it out or anything. It doesn't feel like Yeah, no, no, not at all. I don't think it's terrible. But it does probably, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I, I'm, I don't think it's going to rank for <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny things. When I get like something that tastes like this, for some reason, there was one that I had from Great Lakes recently, and this reminds me of it just... A little more mild because that one was so over smoky. I think I told you about that one. Mm -hmm. It was from when I was up in Cleveland at their brewery. Oh, okay. But it just like the only th other thing I was getting from it was like bacon. I just wanted bacon when it was like this smoky. And that's like, <laughs> I'm drinking this and I'm like, man, I'm just like getting like bacon in my mouth right now. Just I'm probably glad, the only person in the world who thinks that, but. Just be glad it wasn't uh, Voodoo Donut. Oh, God. <laughs> I kind of want to try the mango one that's out now. At least it's not bacon, peanut butter, and pretzels. Right. And man, I'm not even a bacon fan. But this is the first thing I went to my mind. Oh, I could go on a, on a tirade about bacon. Uh, but Let's I just save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next one's um, so his first two beers are both from Dave, and we got another one from Dave coming in when he was um, his wife's family or live up in Erie, Pennsylvania. So they stopped at Brewery, or the Brewery, the Brewery, but it has E R I E at the end, so you like the town that it's in. And this um, one is called Shitter's Full. Shitter's Full is their Christmas ale. So it's from the, that line is, of course, from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm -hmm. where uh, Randy Quaid. Cousin Eddie, right? Cousin or Uncle Eddie. Eddie or... I'm guessing they were able to get Shitter's Full put on the label because it sold. Well, it still has approval on it here. Well, yeah, it still has government approval on it, so I'm not sure. Uh, well, I, mean, as I guess long as... Battle wasn't feeling too uh, picky that day. As long as you know, Flying Dog has good beer, no shit on their label. I, I, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, sorry. May I see the bottle too? Whenever you're done with that. Sure. Thank you. So shares full. I don't have information on the beer. There's some stuff on the back here. Uh, it looks like it's a brown ale of sorts. It's six percent ABV, and I've read beer saying it's a spice herb vegetable beer. Okay, so uh, well, it would make sense if it's a Christmas beer. Looks then. like a reviewer is saying that gingerbread is is part of this. Let's see if there's anything on the. They call it American Bay, American brown ale on the label, roasted malts and local maple syrup. So maple syrup adjunct to a brown ale, six percent. It definitely smells with a lot of like um, caramel malts, uh, probably a little bit of Munich or something in there. It has a bit of a nutty aroma to it. It's not too spicy. Um, here you go, Nick. It's not too spicy. Uh, it doesn't smell like all ginger and nutmeg and things like that, at least on the nose. Um, but I do like the aroma where it's kind of a, a robust brown. A little bit of a portery type aroma too. It's kind of a chocolatey aroma in there as well i really like the aroma on this mm. one it has a pretty 
nice depth. You can really stick your nose in there and really get a bunch of different things. Yeah, there's, there is a lot going on here. Mm. Pour's pretty clear. Yeah. It's um, has some highlights to it, but it's it's kind of a, a cherry wood type color, yeah, I guess, dark stained like cherry wood. <clears throat> There's a lot of very deep melanoidin smell in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really dig the aroma on this one. I'm not pulling anything new, so I'm going to move on to the flavor. But it definitely can sit here, and it it, it it's pleasing when it goes into your nose and into your lungs. Yeah, it's definitely uh, the mm. taste. I'm getting like a mild. Like the last one was a little bit more smokier than this mm-hmm. one, but I'm getting a little bit of a smoky flavor from this one. This was interesting here. The the one rate beer review says the. The beer is beyond spicy. Now, that's not what we taste. I wonder if this was, you know, a big spice beer that has calmed down a bit over time. Yeah, I'm not getting anything with spice. Still. I'm getting, so I, 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 I'm getting like a little bit of nutmeg. I'm getting um, some, something that, that's cinnamon or mace or something like that. Um, it's only been a month. But it, there, really, there might not be a lot of consistency. They might have had it on true. draft. They might have had it, mm-hmm. you know, at the pub. A uh, brewery's pub is in the old tr- Union train station uh, right in downtown Erie, and it's a pretty nice place to go. They don't say anything about spices that are added. Just say roasted malts mm-hmm. and local maple syrup. Maybe, like I said, it's a pub, right? So yeah. And this maybe is just one review here. So maybe there's different kinds of... There, yeah. maybe, maybe it was a firkin of shitters full with <laughs> spices in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard it when I said it too. Um, um, yeah, that doesn't seem like this beer was spiced. It seems like even the maple syrup doesn't seem like it has a really large presence to it. I'm sure it's adding something, but I mean, I'm tasting just good brown ale. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, I'm getting some, some, like you said, some phenolic notes, but they're very minor. Brown, it's a brown ale, brown porter crossover, right? Mm-hmm. There's some more chocolatey, roasty in yeah. here than in a straight up brown ale. But and I guess at the end you could say there's a bit of a stringency, but it's probably coming from the from the maple, if anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a little smokiness. I think that's kind of from the porter. Yeah, I mean, that was the first thing I noticed there. was the little bit of the mm-hmm. smokiness in it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's funny to be like, hey, I had a great beer. Shitter's full. <laughs> what was so great about the beer? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Brewery Erie, not Brewery, which is, yes. which is what the, one of our pre-show beers was. Yeah. Yeah. The last of the seven swans of swimming from the brewery. So do you want to go to the Saison or do you want to stick with the... I, I think we stick with... Might be a pretty hoppy one, right? It's hard to say. It might be, but maybe we want to. I say change it up. Again. Yeah, cleanse our palates a bit. Yeah, yeah. change, change okay. it up what we're tasting. All right, so let's do this tall grass. No, it's the third and final Dave beer of the evening. Dave beer is a friend of mine who uh, dropped off a bunch of beers when he was here around Christmas time. All right, let's see here. This is. From Tallgrass, their Ginger Peach Saison. 4.8% act by volume, 20 IBUs, malted with Brewer's Malt, Gold Pills, slash Vienna, and Carapils. Uh, I shouldn't say malted with. I, <laughs> I've, I've stopped doing that. 
But I noticed you, I noticed you did it last week, but I was The malts that are used are Rumor's Malt, Gold Pills, Vienna, and Care Pills. It is hopped with Glacier and Peary. P-E-R-I-E. We are getting this in a uh, 16-ounce can. 20 IBUs. Adjuncts. Malted white wheat. Malted wheat. Interesting. The... It's like a straw. Yeah, straw is exactly how I put it. Straw, uh, not clear at all. Very cloudy. Mm-hmm. Tallgrass is in Manhattan, Kansas. Tallgrassbeer.com. And uh, it says here, fresh beer equals best beer. Please keep refrigerated. All right. Cloudy beer, like you'd expect from a wheat. The head kind of fell down pretty fast. Okay, yeah, that's um, that's some spicy spice in there. That's you know, a spicy meatball. <laughs> so I, you know, I know it's ginger peach, but you know, if I was smelling it, probably one of the first things I'd yell out would be like cardamom. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But ginger can be very strong, like cardamom can. Mm-hmm. So it can, I think, give the same. Some of the same notes. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot more floral than, like, the what I think of as strong ginger or, like, a really strong ginger ale yeah. or just grating fresh ginger. I don't think yeah. the ginger is overpowering the aroma. I would say it's more floral, even if, like, kind of like an onion garlicky almost kind of scent I'm getting. Kind of a lavender type thing I'm getting in there, mm-hmm. too. I, I kind of equate some of the more perfumey parts of cardamom with lavender, mm-hmm. but I'm getting that as well. I'm not sure if I would agree with you on the the onion part. Normally, when I think onion and garlic, I think sulfury because mm-hmm. those are you know majorly sulfur compounds, yeah. these uh, theol compounds. Um, I was just getting like some I know sort of I know bitter, where you're coming bitter, from. Like, yeah. Scent to it that I would normally like kind of associate with that like uh, strong. I don't know how to describe it. I'm doing a terrible job describing it right now. Wow, that's interesting. It's a very lemongrass in the flavor, the peach. It's almost, it's either. There's a lot of ginger in there. There's a lot of. There's a lot of ginger in there. The peach is more like an accent and the ginger is really of much of the foundation. It's kind of coming across like beers with citrus juice added, you know, that kind of spicy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. acidicness. But, you know, I think it's a function of some Saison fermentation, the ginger and then maybe the peach, but, you know, it really comes across like uh, beers with fruit juice, you know, you know, your blood orange IPA or your grapefruit, or I had a passion fruit wheat beer today at lunch and uh, same kind of concept. I think like, like the initial sip is a, a very strong, like the very strong lemongrass that you get normally from a Saison. And then I agree with uh, Greg where the peach is very subtle, but I think it does have a very strong ginger aftertaste, and that's like what's being left in my mouth after I'm done with it. Yeah, to me, the ginger really carries through like mm-hmm. from the start. I feel like yeah. that's that's the the backbone of the beer is mm-hmm. ginger because you get this. Um, I wouldn't you know it's not quite ginger ale, but you definitely get this this through line of ginger throughout the whole mm-hmm. thing, and it does get a little bit more towards the. 
the the floral aspects of ginger, like you said, near, near the end. Yeah. Uh, and then the peach, like I said, it's it's, it's an accent. It, it's mm-hmm. there to, to give a little bit more dimensionality than just like, ginger. Like, like the peach vanishes as soon as I swallow. Mm-hmm. It's just as long as it's sitting on my tongue, it's I can taste the subtleness of that. It, and it's not even so much the peach. It's just that nice little citrus taste to it, that like little little bit on top. But for the most part, it's that that spicy ginger is mm-hmm. what overcomes everything. I'm getting some cardamom in the flavor. I can't tell if it's spice or whether it's phenols from the fermentation. But I'm getting more of that carrying through the flavor as well. I like it. Where do you think the malted white wheat comes in? I think it kind of lends itself with the um, the lemongrassy flavors. You know, I think it gives it a little more of that wheat beer edge than you would get otherwise if it was all barley and you know saison. Mm. Uh, the le- that, that's a pretty big lemongrass flavor. I think mm. some of that is from the wheat yeah, and that's probably other parts from the saison fermentation. So it's probably in some ways there to to maybe mellow out the peach a little bit, or at least to 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 bring the peach in without it interfering yeah. with a lot of the flavor. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, interesting, interesting stuff from Tallgrass. Yeah, I'm I'm not disappointed. I think it's a very different different drink and very enjoyable. <laughs> was a cat in here or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she died. No more than normal. Shouldn't have been. <laughs> Maybe I should take a Allegra just in case. Want me to pause while you? That's, well, you know what we can do? We can do uh, oh, okay. our sticky thing. Let's do that. Oh, we're so good at slipping that in without doing this like whole coordination of hey, we should turn up the volume and do the commercial. And- let's not. I mean, let's call it what it is. <laughs> Craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. Supports the show. When you do your Amazon shopping, start with craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. Costs you nothing more. And you it- buy a leg or you can get it on there. Oh, okay. I imagine. And uh, just help us out. You know, do that when you do your shopping. Craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. All right. Okay, so I want to do the uh, Alesmith next. Really? Um, I kind of wanted to go for this and then go into the ESP. Okay. That's sort of my thinking. Well, maybe I want to go for that middle one first. You're not going to get that. (laughs) Well, tough. (laughs) We're gonna close out with that one. I no longer get the VIP special choices now that this is like my fourth time being here or fifth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still getting a VIP. Don't worry. You're gonna get to taste something very special. You're again. a regular now. You're not special. All right. So I picked up this beer at Giant Eagle. This is from the Hop Concept. This is their Lemon and Grassy. Hop Concept is uh, Tommy Arthur doing oh. hoppy things instead of lost abbey things so not belgian but hoppy this is lemon grassy ipa a brewed with lemon zest let's give that to nick so we can sure. put a top on it it has a 8.5 percent alcohol mm-hmm. here are the hops that are used galena brewer's gold comet lemon drop nelson and soriachi ace that can work i think yeah, so if you haven't had the hop concept, they're, well, this the series they're doing now is the Hop Freshener series. They've been doing that since they started making it for like the past year. It's a little over a year, I think. 
and uh, basically the the names of the beers are just the descriptions of the kind of hop profile that they put into the beer. So you know, dank and grassy, or lemon and citrusy, and so you pretty much know what you're getting when you buy the beer. And does this say uh, <laughs> lemony and weedy at all? Because I'm... that's exactly what I was thinking. Because man, this smells like this one smells dank, like uh, pungent. This smells like Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I didn't smell the first. The first sniff was kind of like lemon, like yeah. those little lemon heads, you know. And then a second one was like, whoa, dispensary. <laughs> We've talked about this before. Hops are in the same... They're related to marijuana. So some of the aromas and uh, and flavor compounds come from it huh. are very similar. I never knew that. Marijuana compounds. It and doesn't have the more interesting psychoactive properties. <laughs> the head stays there quite nicely, too. Mm-hmm. As mine is. And then uh, has a nice like light amber almost. It's like all I can smell. <laughs> I know, and once I picked it up, it's like, weed, man, you put your weed in there. Can you imagine, like, the, the cops burst out of your door? It's like, no, I just have a lot of, this is a lot of this beer. But this is, and, and they'd be like, no, this, you didn't get, this isn't dank, this is lemony. You got the, you can't pull it off of me, man. Yeah, that smells a lot like marijuana. Mm-hmm. I'm getting like a very subtle spice from it. A little Maybe bit that's of, what they mean by grassy. Maybe. <laughs> um, like a, a strong green pine. A little bit of yeah, like yeah, pine. Pine. I'm um, getting like a little tingy spice, um, like a tingling on my tongue mm-hmm. from it. Mm. There's a little bit of lemony in there. And then it's getting, I think, pine. It's, is, it's is really kind of resiny. A, it's really resiny. Yeah. Um, it's not super. You, you do the lemon zest. It comes through like mid late. You mm-hmm. get some of that zest back in there, or almost like a, a lemon like concentrate or something like that. There is this sort of. It, it is laying kind of thick on that resin note, uh, especially in in that sort of in the middle of my tongue. That that kind of that kind of weigh like this weight that uh, I particularly don't like when it comes mm-hmm. to sort of a massively hoppy beer. So I don't know if I'm going to really enjoy this that much. But it smells like weed, man. <laughs> doesn't doesn't affect me like weed, man. Didn't you have some lemony something or another when you were in Colorado? Yes, I had yeah. lemon drop something, yeah. Um, and you could sort of vaguely make out some kind of lemon. Like this? Flavors. You can kind of vaguely make out the Basically. lemon flavors? Well, I mean, this, it didn't have lemon zest on it. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time pulling up the lemon. And I'm like, maybe because I'm like over-searching for it. Yeah, it's not. But I'm not really getting I mean, I get a little bit of it's citrus. Not like, it's not lemon but juice. But I don't think it's if, like lemon. If anything, there's I, a little bit of pith and some like lemon oil, but not juice, not sour. Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. not getting anything sour. I mean, I get a little bit of like a citrus thing, but I just wasn't really feeling the yeah, lemon. I think a little bit like... Um... Like lemon chicken or something like that, you know. Like I made a really good lemon chicken the other day. Sorry. Okay, but I mean, kind of think <laughs> of the so you kind of think of like that that concentrated, you know, cooked down flavor, and then you know, to also to the pithy zest yeah. part. I think well, that's kind of where it's at. You had my lemon chicken. That was a couple weeks ago. 
Okay. Uh, so think about yeah, th- like Jeff said, think if you just you know if you zested a lemon, you just took some of the zest. It's yeah. not. Yeah, it's sour. not like potent. Like yeah. it, it's just it leaves that subtle. Yeah, there's a lot of lemon oil in there though. Yeah, so. yeah. My palate is very weak. Nastas. What was that one called again? Lemon and grassy. Lemon and grassy. I guess the grassy does make sense. Yeah, it's grassy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see that as their advertisement. It smells like weed. Well, there is a brewery that makes beer with uh, with there, marijuana parts. I like the. There, there was a brewery at at Greenberg Beer Fest that made a um, a weed beer, but it was only it was not THC. It was the other compound. It was like uh, TCB or TB. It was what is the other the compound that's supposed to be like. The pain compound, not the, not uh, the high compound. Yeah. The boring one. <laughs> what is this, Anvil ESP? And, uh, this is from Al Smith Brewing. This is Anvil ESP. We've done this on the show before, but a long time ago. And uh, the reason I grabbed it again is because you don't get too many ESPs in the market. And it's probably been six or seven years since we've had it. And Al Smith's available in Pittsburgh now, so we don't have to cool. get it sent in or... Smuggled across state lines. And what kind of ale is it? It's an extra special bitter, which okay. is not necessarily a bitter beer. This is an old style, uh, which is way back when there were a lot of uh, relatively uh, sweet, pretty sweet beers uh, on the market. And so this was a beer that was trying to straddle the line a little bit. Uh, well, there it, was bitters, best bitters, yeah. than extra special yeah. bitters. So. But I would say a bitter is to a, a brown ale as a... Um, as an IPA is to a pale ale. Okay. I guess you could put it something sort of along those lines. Yeah, like if you have a uh, Fuller's ESP or something like that, I haven't had that in forever. We should we should circle back and try that yeah. one. Because um, I remember thinking how good that was. It's surprising because it's yeah. a big big English import, kind of be, yeah, but Fuller's was really pretty good. I don't think I would expect Anvil to be, um, or Aerosmith to make an English standard. Yeah you know, um, example of the style. But, uh, yeah, so it should be a little bit bitter, a little bit hoppy, but really it should have a big malt, malt backbone yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's more bitter than a typical malty beer, but it just means there's a good, good amount of balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it actually should be pretty malty and have a lot of the malt character yeah. trying to come through. And the aroma, it kind of has this really... Malty, so I'm getting some some brown malts, like uh, lightly roasted pale malt, um, almost a bit worty. You know, it kind of has a sweetness, like unfermented wort, mm-hmm. in the aroma a little bit. Oh, I'm getting a little bit, a little bit barley wine like, without the booziness, but kind of the level of like maltiness that a barley wine yes. would give you. Yeah, yeah, especially as I as I really give it. To, our our, uh, our Budweiser trick of, of spinning it in the glass, coating it, it came from, from the people of Budweiser. That's why it's our Budweiser trick. Yeah, yeah so the aroma... I'm sorry, go oh, ahead. No, I'm I sorry. interrupted you twice. Oh, no, it's quite all right. I'm, I'm getting like a little bit like on top of the malts and everything, a little bit of like something that's fruity. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get some esters from the fermentation, um, mm-hmm. you know, so an English ale fermentation. So something that's maybe... 
I mean, it's now like a these suite. are these are like like I would normally not call these out, but you know maybe a, something that's a little bit pear like or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a light pear ester in there. Um, yeah, I don't so know what it is, but I'm just on top of the malt. It's it's kind of like a sweet fruity scent that I'm getting. It's well, it's subtle. It's kind of I think what there, you're but... getting based on the, the description mm-hmm. here is they they talk about there's a subtle bit of uh, kettle caramelization going on in this. Okay, and that. So think that the yeast, uh, not the yeast, the, the malts got also a little bit of caramelization to them too, and so you're getting a little bit of fruitiness out of the the malts. You know, I think I think that's kind of lending itself to the the richer kind of more uh, maybe more like the uh, cinnamon roll, like the cinnamon roll dough type character that's in there. You know, something Ooh, yeah. like that. Like now, when you go to the flavor, you get the bitterness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's not bitter like IPA. But it, it doesn't taste as sweet, barley wine like right, right, that yeah. it smells, right? You get this nice balancing bitterness on here. 5.5% by volume 30 IBUs. Improves with age. No, they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they say? Yeah. Serving temp 45 to 50 degrees. We are drinking at. Much hotter. About 55, give or take. Well, what does it say? 45 to 50? 45 to 50. Ah, uh, okay. We like our ales generally around 55. Mm-hmm. You're actually getting some hop flavor. You know, once I get dialed into the flavor here, it's something that's kind of... There's there's a little bit of like EKG type flavor, a little bit of earthiness, but there's something a little bit... You know, it's funny. We came off a beer just called Lemon and Grassy, but now I'm getting something a little bit lemony in this one. Right? Yeah, it's a little... There's more of that... More of the... It's not sour, but it, it's more kind of... It's not tart either. I don't know. It, it, but it's not the oil part of lemon. It's mm-hmm. more of the distinctive... The cut of lemon, mm-hmm. I suppose. But it's not like... It's, it's also not directly lemon. But I know what you're talking about. Like I, lemon aid like, or something. Yeah, yeah. There's something that... Uh, I think that's probably coming from a little bit of the hops and the bitterness, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's kind of probably a little bit of American angle on it. You know, something that's giving you a little more citrusy. But yeah, well, let's say a mild English hot profile. So probably EKGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mostly that earthy, but there's that yeah. little mm-hmm. lemon liveliness that's coming off of it, and it's definitely noteworthy. I mean, I'm definitely getting like oh, like the hops, a uh, little bit of lemon. You're saying, but I'm all, I mean, from the hops, I'm getting probably sure I'm getting a little bit of the pine that you would expect. Yeah, I would love to try a Fuller's again because I, I just remember it being really, really good, um, and this is pretty good. Yeah, but this doesn't taste quite like I remember the Fuller's tasting. And the Fuller's is generally thought of sort of the archetypical uh, ESB. You're now exchanging waters. I'm sure everyone has a full glass of water. All right, one more beer. It looks like. And that was fast. I feel like this is like the fastest episode I was ever on. Well, if we don't fall, go, gotta fall down hit our to marks. tangents. <laughs> we got to hit our marks. Keep the show moving. All right. So our sixth and final beer of the night is from Prairie Artisan Ales in Oklahoma. This is a Saison farmhouse ale called Brett C, which was a, only brewed once. Um... It was, uh, so it's sometime in mid of last year, but uh, Periodic mm. Nails has this, has sort of has a, uh, a reputation. 
They they do, yes. This beer is courtesy of John Rubio and the Beerists. Thank you, John Rubio and the Beerists. By the way, the Smith came from... Me. Me and you, I should say. Yes. And so did the Hop Concept. So none yeah. of these were uh, sent to us by the breweries. Yeah, um, let me give you a little top off there. 8.1% Saison uh, brewed with Cascade, Citra Hops, a touch of sea salt... And uh, since the name is Brett C., I imagine there is going to be some Brabaniases in this. And a funky label, that's for sure. That is sort of Perry Artisan's sort of... Uh, uh, their MO, their yeah, style. Their... So what are the, did you already say the IBUs? No, I don't 35. Have 35. 35 IBU, 8.1% alcohol. The condition with Brabaniases... Clausenini. Clausenini. Ah, that's where the C comes from. Yes. Very carbonated when so the same So bread is another type of yeast. I talked to you yesterday mm-hmm. about uh, the different, or Thursday, Thursday, yeah. About different types of yeast, mostly Saccharomyces mm-hmm. in beer. This is mm-hmm. a different type of yeast called bread. Mine probably with such a huge head. That, you know, I'm kind of only smelling certain things. I'm smelling a little bit of that zing from the carbon dioxide. But, you know, of course, the bread, right? That kind of leathery, like dusty, leathery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's that bread that makes that specific scent. Brett. 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 I'm sorry. Britannomyces. Britannomyces. Like Britain is the root. Okay, because, yeah, like we mentioned, he was. we were recently getting into the mechanics behind the beer the yeah. other day. Well, I, I explained the whole uh, lager versus ale distinction. So, yeah. Discovering Pilsner's was a lager. Did yeah. you discover that or learn that? I learned it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think you really discovered that. I well, discovered it. It's it. discovered it from his discovered perspective. discovered from my perspective. It was. Yeah. He, he, the research he did was asking <laughs> me, but it was still... <laughs> And that, that's that's good in scholars right there. I mean, well, I mean, you, you could do the experiment on your own and find out. Yeah, and and hey, if you want to, by all means, D- don't trust. If me. I had a bigger apartment, yeah. <laughs> Greg has a microscope; he can loan you for you. That's true. Experiment. I do. I have a very good microscope. I mean, the same exact color you would get since someone else mentioned it from most saisons is that really cloudy straw. It's, it's a little less. I mean, saisons aren't. Per- Prototypically yeah. cloudy. The, I mean, and they the last one we had light. was cloudy, but the last one we had was also a wheat beer. Saisons don't have to have a large proportion of wheat in them. Okay. Um, they can be dark. Uh, they can be. They can they're, really they're, straddle. They're, they're often the, golden. The saisons yeah. I've had were mostly golden. They are typically, but they're just not. It's not a style requirement. No. Okay. All right. My head fell down, so now I can probably smell more. Some lemon notes. Some yeah, yeah. I, I, ever since we've had that uh, the hop concept, now like the lemons haunting us. I keep smelling it and everything. I don't smell weed on here, so yeah. I don't. I don't get that stanky smell. I'm getting that like floral lavender. Yeah, yeah. Flavor has. Um, it's nice and soft in the flavor, right? It's not this, you know, straight up Brett leather farm mm-hmm. farmer mm-hmm. thing. It's kind of soft. There's a little there's something a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's a little bit of that kind of leather, that horse saddle 
kind of uh, quality. And but there's also a an undertone. There's a, there's a there's a nice kind of simple barley malt undertone and some floral, a little bit of potpourri esque stuff coming off of that. Too. Yeah, the the potpourri was my like my first sip was like a big burst of of flavor and really wasn't able to pick out any particular spice or herb that it was you know tasting like. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So I, if, if I'm going to just rattle off things that, that are coming to my mind as stuff that's relatively, or at least tangentially related to it, uh, maybe some strawberry. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, white strawberry. Mm-hmm. I think that wasn't me. That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm actually I'm going to throw out there some like a, it's not very strong, but some anise. What? Anise. Oh, anise. Okay. I think it said mayonnaise for a second. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I'm getting a strong sense of mayonnaise in this southern beer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for all the people in the South listening. And I just did that. I don't think it was all the people in the South. I think it's just your nice Southern Carolina gentleman. <laughs> southern Carolina gentleman. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> and here we are going on house downtown. No, okay, no, not that. I'm going to just, like, I'm going to pump this guy up to, like, 75 degrees. All right. And see what happens to it. Wrap my hands around it. I think there might be an interesting story for making this guy nice and warm. There's also a little apple. Okay, I I can see that. Um, I'm getting, like, a strong... I I don't know, I think maybe my palate's just a little off tonight, but I'm getting that... I, everything, well, not everything, but this one is in particular, I'm getting that like a maple kind of um, pine flavor in it, like okay. something along that. One, like, oh, we've got maple for you. Just wait. The one thing that's <laughs> nagging, thing that's nagging at me that I'm actually, I just figured out what it is. I'm getting this like pastry dough powdered sugar thing coming out of this, and that doesn't sound like something you talk about when you're tasting a Brett beer, right? Yeah, not at all. But I'm getting this like, you know, like. Pastry dough, powdered sugar type. Maybe, well, that sounds very much like the Southern Gentleman. <laughs> Put a little pastry dough, a little powdered sugar on it. What was that Paula Dean, right? And then you just, just put a whole bunch of butter on it. <laughs> What'd she say? You look like uh, the woman from the maple syrup bottle. Uh, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> you look like Aunt Jemima. Aren't you just a cute little Aunt Jemima? <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> Mm, okay. No, so, I definitely get that apple flavor mm-hmm. now that you mention it. It's like that nice, like crisp, like uh, watery. Oh, I don't want to say watery is probably a bad term for it, but well, the flavor comes from sort of a, a, a watery yeah. Um, there, there's a there's a little bit of herbaceousness in here too. I'm, I I might be I might be off by saying basil, but not too far. There is something. Mm-hmm. Like a sweet basil, something, yeah. And it's not saying exactly like, like a basil yeah, yeah. with pastry dough and sugar and powdered sugar. Hey, it can work. It can work. Some lemon chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you keep going back to lemon chicken. Mm. All right, so I I turned on the heat. My sample is now at seventy degrees. 
really opens up. The glass is just overflowing with aroma. I just put my nose near it, and it's just full of the brett. So, and the brett isn't as leathery now; it's more floral. A little bit. Um, let's see, what is that? Lemon again. Well, I mean, There's... okay, so interesting here is that they say cascaded citra hops. That's probably where a lot of lemon is coming okay. from the citra. Yeah. A touch of sea salt. Didn't think about that. That I... could be adding to some of the, like, some of that herbaceousness I'm tasting. Could be. I think it's just, I think it's a touch that's just opening it up. I do, it's not a goza, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. No, yeah. Talking about that sit. Oh no, I'm gonna be. But I'm getting like a little bit of like an apricot. Okay, okay. that's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. getting definitely like an apricot, like a salty apricot flavor from it. I can see that, and that might have been. Nah, well, I probably wasn't. But yeah, that's that's what I'm starting to really be able to pull. I like that call. I do, because when I think apricot, I taste this. I, I can. I know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Here, just take a sniff of of the overflowing. Is it like getting like that huge like like that warm bread? Like, All I smell is Jeff. Oh, he smells Jeff, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't smell what what you're smelling. Okay. Does it smell like me though? That no. is my glass. No. Every time, so when I smell Greg's glass, right, I smell his skin oils or something, right. <laughs> And he goes out of his way to not, like, use, like, perfumatic, like, shower soap and stuff. And, like, if I take his glass right here. Actually, I don't smell great tonight. So. (laughs) But so many times, like, like, when I need to, like. There's even been times where he's just grabbed my glass up here around the lip like this to, to smell and it. Just, and I get it back and it, it my glass is tainted. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're tainted with Greg. Oh, man. So much editing in this episode. <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit that. No, oh, great. Edit that. No, dude, right. we've done it before. And the funny thing is, like, I'm, I, I, I've done anything to... First of all, Jeff, at least he tells me it's not a bad smell, which is which is good. Um, it interferes with what I'm trying to smell in the beer, but no, it's not like it doesn't smell like bo. It smells it smells like you have a body wash that you use in the shower, and, and I've it's used coming. different body wash, and I've used different all types of different stuff, and just <laughs> always just smelling it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. hysterical. Maybe I just shouldn't take a shower before I come here. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm stuck now just because I, I found that flavor, and now I'm stuck with that apricot, lemongrass. I really uh, do think it's a good call. It's something we didn't yeah. pick out, but I think yeah. we hit it. Yeah, it's it's interesting for you know how it, the complexity how it brings out a bunch of things, but it's really subtle. It's not. Yeah. it's not yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. them at you. You have to find them and pull them yeah, out. Yeah, it's not yeah. exactly and, telling a story. There's a story there if you look, but it's not. It, it's investigative journalism. I mean, maybe it's my um, my novice sense with saisons. I haven't had obviously nearly as m- the amount of you guys have. That every time I have a saison, I always have a little bit of trouble trying to pick out the flavors. Or maybe it's just that I'm only tasting the same three flavors in those oh. saisons and trying to discern the difference between a saison is a little bit difficult for me because i'm at that premature stage but 
I was having that challenge with the couple that we had tonight, mm-hmm. where it's like I had to like really dig in deep. No, I mean, so to take your thing, you know, it's like every time I have a saison, I think it's not anywhere close to like what I think of the prototype saison. You know, something mm-hmm. like saison Dupont or Phantom or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, it's been so long since I've had just straight up saison you know like farmhouse beer right i mean they're always like this saison had ginger and lemon the brett sees not really a saison because brett's not part of saison you know mm-hmm. tra- tradition but you know it's always like it's been so long since i just had just a what i think of as a classic saison Okay, so ranking. I think that the uh, GG from Exile is going to end up at the bottom of of many lists tonight. Um, It just had that slight wild yeast infection. It's getting a little bit phenolic. And, uh, you know, while it was still drinkable. It is a yeast (laughs) infection. And it's just... uh, it's sh- you know, it's a shame because I, if that beer was, there was, I tasted some notes in there where it could have been a really nice Dunkel. Um, yeah. But it kind of got chewed up by the wild yeast. Then, then it gets hard, right? Because we had mm-hmm. some pretty good beers after that. Um, golly, it gets real hard. Probably put the hop freshener in fifth place. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I like, and I'm probably going to pop the Xylus off the top of that and drink some in the post show. But um, I think the other beers were a little. That one was not delivering the lemon like the label said, and but I think it was a pretty good, you know, hoppy IPA, hoppy beer. Um, fourth place. Let's go. It's even harder. Um, I'm going to put this prairie in fourth place. I liked again. I liked it a lot. I just think because it was it was work to pull out all the great nuance in the beer, and the other three beers of the night kind of just gave you a pretty neat story. That I'm going to put that in third place. But I thought that was pretty cool, especially when I warmed it way up. Got lots of nice fruity flavors out of that at at the end Mm -hmm. um number three number three i'm gonna put the hellsmith the anvil esb in third place i i love the aroma the flavor was pretty good um had a nice balance to it a little bit lemony on the hop character which wasn't quite expected but didn't ruin the beer didn't didn't really throw it off you know it just wasn't what I was expecting, you know, for a classic ESB, but I like that a lot. Number two, I think I'm going to put the tall grass, the ginger peach saison. Uh, that was a good drinker. Um, gave you some some nice fruit juiciness. The, the tartness was there from the ginger or from the saison. I swear there's some cardamom added, but that could have been from the saison fermentation. I like that. And then I'll pick a Shitter's Full from Erie as the top beer. I just thought I really liked how solid that multi beer was. Um, maybe a little too much smokiness in it, but I really enjoyed it. But, you know, actually, like the top five beers, especially the top four beers, were all very good. Like, mm-hmm. really hard to differentiate. So I'm just kind of like just throwing darts and picking favorites. 
So, Nick, uh, as, a, as a guest, uh, mm-hmm. you have an option to rank or not. It's up to you. I've ranked every other time I have here. You never he doesn't work in option. the industry. We only give people who work in the industry the option. Well, didn't we give the same option to Dave, too? We said, no, no. you don't have to rank. No. All right. just well, people say, work, I've ranked every time I'm just here. Just people right. who work in the industry. Well, you have to rank, so rank. Okay, so the, the, um, my lowest choice is going to be the GG. Um, the dark lager. It is not that it was a terrible drink. It's just that um, the little dryness of it, the smokiness, and it wasn't as definitive as the other ones, as adventurous. Um, after that, though, I'm going to, uh, and I agree with Jeff completely that uh, at least the top four were really good. I'm not saying the Gigi was a bad beer. It's just well, it, it didn't had, compare. It had a mistake in it. It had a mistake. Oh, I'm sorry, six. Sorry, six. It had a mistake in it. Yeah. It had a flaw. However, I am putting the shitters full as my... Fifth choice, I guess. Um, like I said, it was a very good beer, but the sm- the the little bit of smokiness, um, kind of, I don't know. I, I I find my palate hard to hold on to those type of beers. Um, after that, I am jumping into the ginger peach saison. So so far, I'm going in the order we've had them, and. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the ginger was a little strong for me. I have a tendency to push away from beers that have too much ginger that overpower. And when I was finished with it, that was all I was left was that ginger. And I like it when it's there, but I like the ginger to kind of go away. And this ginger kept nagging me in my palate, so I kind of okay. um, stuck it there. Um, after that, we're going to – oh, wow, I literally ranked them in – the order we had them. <laughs> Lemon and grassy. Uh, the subtle spice I enjoyed with the citrus and the uh, everything about it was really good. Um, with the title, I was expecting a little bit more lemon, and I had a little bit hard time pulling out. I had some sort of citrusy flavor, which I'm sure was the lemon, but it wasn't as in-your-face lemon as I would expect it to be. And then we're going with the Anvil ESB. Uh, everything about it was really, really good, and it was a really hard choice for me to put the Brett C above the Anvil. And the only reason why I'm putting the Brett C above the Anvil is because um, it was it was adventurous. I liked how I had to really dive in to try and pull mm-hmm. the flavors out. It really had to make me block out certain things to find another flavor and another ingredient into it. And I really enjoyed that. That's fun. Yeah. That's what I mean. I I, I think the bread C, I mean, I think I would probably enjoy the anvil over a long period of time, a little bit more than the Brett C, but the Brett C was too much fun. Yeah. Getting Mm -hmm. to delve, getting to use your microscope on it. Yeah, exactly. So I literally picked the order we drank them in (laughs) and and that was just all by coincidence. Or, We picked the order because we wanted to escalate, escalate the drinking the experience, top, yeah. which is part of it. That's why we put the prairie last, just because <laughs> we knew the Brett would be interesting. We, we did. I mean, I think we did. Yeah, you know, definitely we put the, the the Brett last purposely, but we we, you know, we put the hop concept. I, I wanted to put the hop concept and stuff in there. I wanted sure. to change it up because I mm-hmm. didn't want to have the. I didn't mean the every break single beer, but between, in general. Yeah, I mean, all of them were really good. Um, mm-hmm. I've been on this show before, and I've had had really, uh, really bad beers sometimes when I came here. It happens. And, yeah, it definitely does happen. It happened the other night with us. But, uh, no, tonight, all of them were very good. Um, the GG, I would just say, is subpar compared to the rest of them. Yeah. Just, I mean, it could be a mistake. It could be, there could be a plethora of reasons, but... 
So for me, it, it, it's cool because we all have different rankings. Uh, so I'm going to go. Uh, we all have the same last beer. Uh, the GG. Um, there was something a little bit off with it. it. It didn't make it undrinkable, but it did make it hard to compare it to the rest. The rest then were kind of. It was kind of muddled in 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 the middle, and it was a little hard to to break out which one should go where. But this is how I'm going to put it. I'm going to put the hop concept in fifth place. I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I really don't. I don't like it when those when that really deep, uh, resiny bitterness stays on your tongue. And to me, the hop concept did that. And so it was. Well, I understand people like that. That's not my type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I'm going to put the brewery. Uh, I I liked it. I didn't like it nearly as much as Jeff did, I guess. Um, but it was good. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, I just I seemed to, for whatever reason, my my brain ranked it fourth, even though my <laughs> my personality doesn't exactly know why. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'll, I'll trust my brain on it. Uh, number three, the prairie. So I I really did like having to you know e- explore it, but. It just felt like the other ones, the other two in front of it, uh, just gave me more, gave me more stuff that, that I that I really enjoyed. That I was really able to to dig into and 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 love a lot. And so number two, the Alesmith. I I like a good ESB. This is a good ESB. It's not the best ESB I've ever had, but um, it's it's hard to get good ESBs. So it's good to know <laughs> that there's one available. Uh, and this is a, a a really decent example of of an ESB. And for me, number one, the tall grass. I I'm a sort of I really do like ginger a lot, and I mm-hmm. like the ginger through the line through the whole thing. So I'm gonna go with the tall grass. Works for me. Yeah, I mean that's. Was it we all have different tastes. Mm-hmm. Thanks everyone for listening to another episode of Craft Beer Radio. Really appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Uh, if you want to contact us, we are on Twitter at Jeff Bear. Yep. Yep. Okay. At Craft Beer Radio. <laughs> at CBR Greg. And uh, emails beer at craftbeerradio.com. And uh, Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. You can visit our website for more information. Do you have anything to plug? Thanks for having me. I know no one cares to follow me. I had a lot of fun, as always. <laughs> Where can we see you play next? Where's your next gig? Uh, I've been doing a lot of private gigs lately. A lot of weddings and businesses right now, man. Okay. And they pay Any more. bar mitzvahs? Any bar mitzvahs. No bar mitzvahs. Oh. All you can hire Nick for your Catholic bar mitzvahs. Ones. Oh, man, it's killing me. They're like long Catholic ones. I was born and raised Catholic, and they kill me. They take forever. Long Catholic what? Weddings, because oh, the, the ceremonies. Oh, you, you're rough. like playing the I've played ceremonies, ceremonies yeah. too? and they, they take forever. I mean... I had to do Catholic weddings. I was in them. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's post-show stuff. <laughs> this is What's in the Middle by The Bird and the Bee. <laughs>